0: Everything sprint car racing episode 8 and for the first time Ready for the elbows up sprint car championship the old school Old old school not old old school, but old old school National championship dirt and pavement sprint cars on iRacing. We're doing it tonight Of course, it's always that it's always that meld. It's always that combination of the audio, and the video, and the love. Your of voice is ex-
1: Racing. You can tell AJ got a girlfriend because he's talking like a soothed man now.
0: I'm I'm excited, man. I'm excited about what we're doing here tonight. This is this is the fun part for me. It's all coming together, Billy, my co-host, Mr. Billy Rally, the Tunican '79 himself. How's it going? Fantastic.
1: Happy to happy to be here. We've been we've been gone a couple weeks
0: we have and that's okay because you know I if mean, there's I one mean, thing we are it's inconsistent <laughs> <laughs> we are consistently inconsistent well at least
1: then we're consistent about something we're you know but we 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 didn't we didn't set a schedule for this reason because yeah, yeah, we have lives we like i racing i like to
0: play call of duty you know well to be to be honest with you i mean like it's it, it's kind of hard to do a damn sprint car podcast every week especially in goddamn november well Uh, yeah i mean it's it
1: it, yeah it's tricky because of the fact that you've got you know nothing going on right now except there's a bunch of indoor racing coming up but like you know silly pri is gonna hit hit, there'll be stuff to talk about the dome there's gonna be a bunch of stuff to talk about uh then you got Decoin coming up which connor daly's running that deal now so that's gonna be cool I think I'm gonna ride well, over with him and and uh, basically just tell him to not be a pussy the entire time.
0: Hold on a second, what? Daily. Connor he's Daly. He's in a, he's a midget. In a,
1: he's gonna okay. run to coin and potentially the chili bowl. Okay. So I'm happy for him. Should be cool. Should be cool. Well,
0: he's having fun. I mean, obviously the the indie deal, he didn't get as much seat time as he as he thought he would. So. Yeah, might as well go up. run a midget because
1: what else do you got to do?
0: Perfect. Well, well, yeah, I mean, you get, I, 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 this is the thing. I was actually, I was speaking um, to my significant other about this earlier. We're, we're talking about the Sprint Car Championship that we've put together here. Um, this is the way that Sprint Car Racing was throughout the 80s and 90s, okay? This is dirt yeah. and pavement, yeah. that sort of thing. It's a it's a multiple discipline racing league, and that's the way that the USAC National Championship Trail was back in the day, and yeah, for all that, you youngins,
1: did you even know that sprint cars ran on pavement
0: back in the day? Exactly, and they had specific dirt and pavement cars, and <laughs> and a single team ran both. It was one of those things, but okay you look at you look at guys like Jeff Gordon and Tony Stewart and Kenny Irwin and all of these guys that made the jump to larger racing series clear, clear, clear. and the reason they did so is because they cut their teeth learning multiple disciplines. They were adaptable they you know this is this was, a thing where you could get out there and hustle a car on a dirt track but then you could also go out on pavement and conserve tires to have that damn thing under you at the end of a 50 to 100 lap race at irp exactly and when we're talking about connor Daly doing multiple disciplines i still believe that when you do lots of different types of racing lots of different cars lots of different you know tracks that sort of thing you can take something from everything that you do. That multiple discipline talent, that adaptability, that sort of training that you go through—mind uh, and body and spirit—it uh, it's helpful. It's a big deal. Absolutely. That's, that's what that's what makes this so special. This is what's so cool about that because it's—we don't have that anymore. It's gone.
1: No, no. It's all it's all. You're either a dirt guy or you're a pavement I'm guy. You're not both. And um, it, it's going to be. It'll be fun. I mean, I think we got like forty guys entered, which I never thought that was going to happen. So if we get like, you know, twenty tonight, I'll be happy. But that's uh, a
0: big—that's a big deal in online racing. It's a big yeah, big deal.
1: yeah. I'm I'm pretty happy. You know, one of these days, maybe Power or Usac will get involved and say, hey, that's kind of cool. If you have somebody else run it, then then we'll we'll be involved but USAC probably doesn't want anything to do with me I was telling I was telling Rich Foreman earlier because they were we were talking about like just the USAC office in general because they had their meeting today and uh from what I've understood um there's going to be nothing major but there's some good stuff on the horizon and uh that's pretty much all he said but the uh we were talking about the USAC office I said what would they do if They've probably got like a shotgun at the door with a photo of me waiting, just been like, if this guy walks in, just open fire. But uh, blacklist, yeah. <laughs> but no, we were, though no, we we were. We, there's been a big if you if you're on Twitter, there's been a huge thing about like race formats and how to make cars pass again and all this sort of stuff. And so we were like, I was we were talking earlier, and I said, you know what, that sounds like a good thing for me and AJ to potentially argue at I have no idea his viewpoint on it but I will give you mine right real quick I don't really care for the USAC format because I feel like if you run fourth in a heat race from sixth eh, okay that's cool but if you win the B main you shouldn't be able to start seventh that's terrible that's awful if you didn't make the show through the heat race you shouldn't start up front of guys that did regardless of what you qualified Um, the big complaint was that, uh, Danny Dietrich said that the outlaw format sucked. Well, the outlaw format I think is almost perfect in my opinion, only on the basis that if you're fast, you deserve to be up front and everybody says, well, if you're fast, then you should start in the back and race your way to the front. Well, folks hate to tell you that's not how wing sprint car racing works on a one groove racetrack anymore. It's just not like it's it's in no way shape or form is it it's it all boils down to dirty air is something that should never be talked about in a sprint car but it's unfortunately important. it is and when when and i've worked on enough wing sprint cars to know that if you don't pick off a few guys on the start if you don't pick off a few guys on the start you're probably not going to pass anybody on a half mile because of the fact once it gets spread out enough everybody's equal Everybody's this, everybody is so fast anymore that it's it's not like it was in the 70s and the 80s where Steve Kinzer could start 8th in a heat race at Knoxville and be leading the thing off a 2. It's just not how it is anymore. So in order to make it to where if you're fast, you can start up front. And if you were okay in qualifying or you had a mistake, you can still run that thing up to the front if you have the speed. And so I personally like the World of Outlaw format because I would rather see mediocre heat races and a fantastic feature than great heat races and a mediocre feature personally
0: uh, yeah i did that's that's what you got to prioritize let me let me take this off track for a second because okay well you know what let's talk about the format you talked about the USAC format you talked about the woo format i like the woo format uh for a lot of reasons um I don't. I actually. I only have one problem with the USAC format, which is what you pointed out. You, if you, the, the semi-feature guys should not get their qualifying times back.
1: No, if they if they gave the semi, because I think, and I agree with that, because there's a lot of times, where let's say if you're fast time, if you're fast time and you miss, the heat race, you you miss it in the heat race a little bit, you're penalized at most one spot. One spot. That shouldn't yeah. – that's That's not a – to me, no. I want to see you race your ass off to go from 6th to 4th. It's not like they're asking you to go a full invert. You know, I, I mean
0: – I, I don't know why that decision was made. That's not how it used to happen. It was not a no, thing that we used to do. No, I and, it, it and wasn't. I know – I know, even with the old format, people would say, "Oh, wow, well, people will sandbag and they'll try to, they'll try to be sixth quick." There is, it doesn't help to be fast time; it helps to be sixth fast, you know. Which I understand that that's you know that's one of those things, but it's still better than giving semi-feature guys their time back and then, you know, all of a sudden the like when we went to Kokomo in July, the thirteenth quick qualifier sat on the fucking pole.
1: And that's okay. And to me, it, that's is it. To me, that is perfectly fine, because the way that that format is, is, it is the fastest six cars that transfer out of the heat race. Those are the fastest six in the feature? Invert six. I'm cool with that. I'm totally cool with that. And that's one of those anomalies to where what we're talking about doesn't really matter, because when you think about it, if that many guys missed it, then they're going to start up front anyway if they get their time back. But... But at but, the same time, though, I'm totally fine with that. If that's how you're going to do it, personally, I like dash shows. I think dashes is it's better for the fans.
0: Why? Why do people hate dashes? I
1: don't understand that. It's not so uh, much. I don't think fans hate it. I think fans love it. Teams don't like it because if oh. th- think think about it this way: if you're an outlaw, a World of Outlaw team, if you're an outlaw team, and you're fast, if you're Donnie Shots, Darren Pittman, whoever, it doesn't matter if you're fast, you're putting extra laps on your equipment, you're putting extra laps on engines, and you're putting extra laps on tires. All that does is drive cost up. The Outlaws used to do a two dash format, where if you made the top four in the A, you were in a dash, and you ran like eight extra laps a night. So when you equate that out, but when you equate that out over the course of a season, that's a couple of engine rebuilds. So I get it on that aspect of it, but from a fan perspective, I like a dash. I would love to see... USAC go to if they've got four heat races, top keep the format the exact same, keep it the exact same, but the fastest two guys in that heat race that transfer go to the dash and you run them things and you spin an invert wheel, you pull a kid out of the out of the stands, have them roll a dice, draw a card, flip a coke bottle, do whatever you want. I don't care. Invert the dash that way, run them. However you finish is how you start the main.
0: Let me. I I didn't get a chance to do research. Do we still totally invert heat races in USAC and World of Outlaws?
1: No, the Outlaws have zero invert. You start zero you set,
0: invert on heat races.
1: You set quick time in the Outlaws. You start on the pole of heat one.
0: Okay. And, and if you run top
1: two, and if you run top two, you're in the dash. USAC is a complete heat. Input. USAC USAC is six. Okay. So you're six. you're at six, six cards for the heat. For the heat, and it's a six car for the A man.
0: Which normally you don't have more than six in a damn heat anyway, right? Well, I mean, they, six, they do eight, four heats. Yeah, six,
1: eight, ten. You, I mean, at most, at bigger shows you might have eight to ten, but a lot of them you run seven, eight to ten.
0: Well, the way we talked, you know, we're talking a lot about how it was in the '90s and 2000s, because this is the way that this league is set up. It's because back then, when we were going to sprint car races like crazy, you still are, I'm not.
1: Yeah. Cause you're but a loser
0: back. Well, that's debatable. Um, <laughs> <laughs> back then they completely inverted the heat races. Yeah. 100% invert.
1: Yeah. We thought, I um, used to think that Jack, they, you had, had a rule that Jack, Hewitt had to start in the back of everything.
0: Well, and it, I mean, that's the way it looked. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, I, I, and, it, I, and I you get know it. That, that bit people too. People are going to bitch about anything that you do. It, it, I mean, it just, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, but, however, let me where I was gonna go before we started talking format. The problem's not format. You want to talk about what? You, how do we get people to pass? How do we do this? Cut costs, that sort of thing. Um, well, you you don't run so much tire. The goddamn tires are so big, they're huge. The, you know they're what? Expensive, and guess what? Nobody's ever gonna do a fucking thing about it because Hoosier runs the whole goddamn deal. It's a Ponzi scheme.
1: Well, I that I I totally will agree with. The weird thing was is today on Twitter, we were we were and actually I will commend the short track community on Twitter because y'all are actually respectful. You don't call any like it's weird. It's totally wild. Um but y'all are respectful and we were all having a conversation and I said I said something to the effect to like Danny Dietrich and a few other guys, Scotty Martin. Um and I said I don't see the problem as necessarily a format issue. I think it's a it's a race car issue you've got so much dirty air with eight cars on the racetrack that you get spread out you can't pass anybody well they said something it's more of a they think it's more of a tire issue than anything they said the narrow tire made it worse and i asked for clarification of why and i never really heard but i'm interested to, and if anybody out there that's listening to this knows tweet me because i'm inter- i'm really truthfully interested because I would think that if the more bite you add, because the more tire patch you have, the more bite you've got. I figured that the more of that you had, the more locked down everything's going to be. But they're well, saying no.
0: Well, there's going to have to be adjustments to the cars if you're going to make the smaller tires work. These cars are built to work with the big tires.
1: Well, but and that's um, but also like the sprints on dirt, the sprints on dirt up in Michigan. They're an open, they're an open tire, or they're an open motor rule. So you can run a 410, anything, if, as long as it's not a big block, you can run it. But you have to run a late model left rear, a literally a, a right rear off the of late model on the left rear, and a hundred inch right rear. So it's smaller than what a normal sprint car tire is, and they did that to equalize the engines. If you got a 410 and a half mile, you're still gonna smoke the field. It's just how it is. Motors are still gonna, motors on a half mile are still gonna win you a race nine times out of ten. Could
0: you could you imagine these nine hundred horsepower engines with little bitty tires? <laughs>
1: oh god! It, yeah, they have, they have those. They have those. They're called modifiers. Yeah. Well, that's true. I mean, big blocks are the same way. They got a ton of power and a, and they even have more weight on them. And it's the got... same thing. So I mean, I don't like. I mean, I I don't know what the answer is. To the to the whole issue but personally i don't see a problem
0: um, I got, that's kind of funny that you mentioned well, it well and I've actually well and actually friends i've got friends, I've got friends a, a team that i that i'm pretty close to they have uh, 800 almost oh, over 800 horsepower in their modified engines and they actually run restrictors <laughs> they run restrictors everywhere yeah. they fucking go
1: so it's like cool I just paid all this money to have a big ass motor and then I'm going to put restrictors in it because that makes sense
0: it does um, but, I mean, so, but actually I mean they they well they, they got really good deals
1: well somebody else motor. had mentioned this on some. well yeah but somebody else had mentioned this on twitter too and Seabass just said it in chat you know if you're ever want to watch iRacing twitch.tv slash thetunacane79 shameless plug go. twitch prime sets. um <laughs> He said bring back dish wings and a lot of the dirty air goes away. I personally agree with that. I, I do. I think the flat wings was a way to unhook the race car, but I think what it did was created another problem. The dish wings without a wicker or a one-inch wicker or a half-inch wicker max would be way better. The problem is you've now implemented where any 410 in the country uses a flat-top wing, so now there's all these flat-top wings out there. So it's like you you. that's a rule that you say right now, Okay, next year you, you can use a dish wing now. Next year, uh, or next year, dish wings are going to be mandatory or allowed, and let the guys race through the shit they got now or something. But I think dished wings might be a better answer. Yeah, it locks the corner down a little bit, but the air is cleaner behind it. So in the air is cleaner behind it, you can actually tuck up behind somebody and race. That's that's the thing. Like Jacob said it at Eldora. He's like, dude, the car is fine. There's nothing wrong with the car. It's fine. The problem is I can't go anywhere because if you get up behind somebody, the damn thing just pushes. So it's like you have to go to a different line. And if you're ever all around the fence, nobody can pass anybody.
0: Yeah, there's one there's one line that's going to maximize your potential unless you've got a car that's set up really good for a position where nobody else is. But people are in that position because that's the optimal line at that point right particular moment on that particular track that's where the moisture
1: is and that all goes back to what we were talking about with race format a lot of guys don't want to a lot of i think a lot of the a lot of your quote-unquote lesser teams and i'm not knocking anybody but a lot of your lesser teams might be shying away from going to an outlaw race due to the fact solely that well i know i don't have a motor to go set fast time so now what? I gotta go run eighth in the heat race and start in the back all night, I'll just save my money and stay home.
0: Right.
1: And and that I think that I think is a valid concern. But at the same time though, should we be dumbing down and I don't mean it like derogatorily, don't take it that way. But should we be dumbing down the most premier series in the country? And I'm talking no, with and I mean, I'm talking no. with and I'm talking USAC no, I mean, it... like I'm talking USAC Woo. All stars. When I go to see go to an all star, a woo or a USAC race, I want to see the best of the absolute best. I, I if I want to go watch weekly racing, I will go watch weekly racing. But I want those weekly guys still there because they make the show. They're the like the 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 locals. You know, when the Outlaws go to the go to Pennsylvania and California, people watch to watch the Outlaws get beat. People go to Kokomo to watch the local heroes that run Kokomo every week beat USAC. Like, could you imagine a bigger win in the world of of sprint car racing, or non-wing sprint car racing at least, if Scotty Hampton or Cole Ketchum or somebody like that went to Kokomo and won a USAC race and beat KT and all those? People would go nuts. Yeah. And that's that's what racing's all about, and I think that that's why the discussion is good of what
0: can we do to make it better. And I mean, you know, talking about costs, I, sprint cars, the cars themselves, not so bad really. Uh,
1: when you, you I mean when to, you th- to
0: buy a fucking roller chassis, it's not it's not crazy expensive. Now, it's really easy to fucking wreck them. You, I mean one good flip and you might ruin the entire chassis and you're probably gonna need a new front end and you might do damage to the to the to the rear end. Um, but as you know, a chassis and suspension parts and things like that, not super expensive. No, but the when, engine is what's expensive. You know, yeah, I mean that's the thing. The engine and then you got tires that, that get crazy and that's where that's where that stuff comes in. That's why I talk about you know the tires are so huge now which makes them more expensive um it well those liquor. things those tires Motors, you know that sort of thing those
1: tires from hoosier could be i i mean and i'm not knocking hoosier it's capitalism i'm all about capitalism i love capitalism. oh yeah that's the greatest they, thing they in the cornered world
0: the market but they have cor- they but they've exactly what they wanted but
1: they but they cornered they have cornered the market and and there's nothing wrong with that but the but and i don't really think that they're gouging anybody i really truthfully don't but Whoa, it but it no. but it you know, it is expensive to go and but you still have to, even with a tire rule, you still have to go to the racetrack with two to three right rears mounted. If you go to like Eldora you gotta have uh a 94 96 a 98 ready and then usually you've got a couple more in the trailer just in case you know you blow one or you, well, know, you pop one so there's that's the
0: thing there's well, always we'll... going
1: to be expense no matter what you do and sprint car racing still to this day is pretty damn affordable people will argue with me on that all day long but to go out and spend 30 grand on a, on a competitive micro or 25 to 30 grand on a good sprint car that can still go when you races in indiana I'm sorry. It just makes more sense to do a sprint car. Same thing with other midget. Than,
0: like you know, like we said, other than motor and tires, sprint car racing is fairly affordable. Problem is, motor and tires are the two most <laughs> expensive part, most and expensive arguably and the, important. The, yeah, they're the most important on the car. Em- there's not. There is any race car. The engine and the tires are the most important. Oh, absolutely. Car, period. Absolutely. Um, and, and the thing about, like I said, you know, Hoosiers not gouging anybody. They're a business. They do exactly what they do. What frustrates me is that, you know, they're th- these companies get so involved in the sport themselves that all of a sudden the rule makers can't make rules to do things that help the sport themselves. Okay, Hoosiers just not... You know, if if you say, okay, we want smaller tires going to be like, eh, you know, we don't really like that. The reason the tires got bigger is because we, we charge, we can charge more because it's more rubber. It's more expensive to make. And then you talk about, okay, well, uh, you know, maybe if we made the tires harder... Uh, they'll last longer, and then that's cheaper for the teams. And then Hoosier says, well, if you make the tires harder and they last longer, then we don't sell as many. So, uh, well, and know, they, help but the whole thing, here. but
1: the crazy thing is, is they've tried that. They've gone to harder compounds, and guess what? They seal over after you put a heat cycle in them, so the tires are still junk, and you got to get new ones anyway. Exactly. So it doesn't, I don't, really, so, I don't
0: think that that's not the answer. It,
1: no, it's, it's, it's not. I think the only the the there is and the the problem is, is there really is no good definitive answer that's that I think is the problem but I think as a as a group everybody's actually been pretty good about you know what they need to do and what they need to do how they need to do it in order to make the racing better but I think that truthfully the world of outlaw format is the at first I hated it I thought it was the stupidest thing i've ever seen in my life i thought it was dumb i hated everything about it but then i started to watch it and realized that yeah it is pretty awesome somebody going somebody brought up today they said well yeah look at uh look at brett marks brett marks basically started like 16th every night and would run up to fifth or sixth or seventh Great. He was a hard charger every single night. Nobody passed more cars in the World of Outlaws than he did. But when he qualified right and started up front, the boy won races. Yeah. Well, there's two, trains of, you, th- there's two that- trains of thought. And there's two trains of thought. The first train is, or the first, the first thought is, well, the format sucks because he has to start in the back all the time. Well, okay, then you got to get better qualifying and that's not a knock on him i think he's a great driver i think he's one of the most underrated drivers in in world of outlaws right now in in a 410 sprint car period but when you've got to just step your program up that's all it boils down to and that's that's where the the best of the best are there that's how it should be
0: no race car driver is going to bitch about the format if you can qualify up front and start up front
1: absolutely
0: Uh, like like if if you qualify 15th you don't you don't go out there like god i hate this fucking format i never (laughs) start up front okay uh son all you gotta do is set the quickest qualifying time you're gonna start on the pole you know that's the thing that's you know as as a competitor when you're talking about sport that's the way you want it laid out right but where do you find that fine line between sport and entertainment because the fans are like well yeah we like that the guy you know it's a good sport yeah the, the fastest guy starts up front he should he's earned that but we want to see him pass a little bit, so uh, you know, invert him. Which the World of Outlaws does invert the dash, so you get a little bit of both worlds. Yeah, I mean, there. They, and thats why. That's why they have the best balance going. I
1: well, think. and I, I think too, because just because you set fast time and dominate yeah. your heat and win it, doesn't mean you're going to start up front in the dash. Yeah, no. you could go out and draw one, a one pill, and start on the and start on the pole of the dash, or you could draw an eight, and you could start I mean, eighth in the dash and be buried. So it, to me, be, it, it is the be best of both worlds.
0: I'm gonna be honest with you. The the race that gets me the most fired up when I go to an outlaw show is the dash. That's when that's when I'm like, ha ha, you know. I'm rubbing my hands together. I'm like, we're gonna see the fastest four or six or eight of these boys go at it, and and see who's got it in a short amount of time. You know, obviously I'm there to watch the A main, but I get excited for the dash.
1: Oh, absolutely. I love I, and I think a lot of people do too. And or i think a lot of other people do too and i and it, to me it's all it's the format for me i don't you know heat races are that nah, whatever There to me they're there it's a preliminary event to me it matters but i really you know i don't want to go miss it but at the same time i really don't care you know right. but the feature I want if you put eight guys that deserve to be up front, and I'm not saying that the guys that aren't up front don't deserve to be there, but if there's eight guys that deserve truthfully to be up front in the feature, I'm gonna ballpark Scotty real quick. Oh, <laughs> um, no I swung and missed, but uh, Scotty,
0: who's running the Jarrett Andretti paint? Well,
1: right? as a as a he's, he said he was running the Jarrett Andretti scheme in case he crashed. <laughs> which is terrible and he said I it love, jokingly I love, but i love, love scott
0: so i honestly i, love I do jared. too
1: i do too but um and
0: actually that was funny because we were talking about who started on the and Kokomo. it was actually jared, jared Andretti, and but, i think he finished dead fucking last I don't, <laughs> I don't know what was wrong with that car which there was there was something legitimate yeah it wasn't car. good it wasn't i good. love jared i love him good family
1: but i super mean nice I, kid nice kid i i just I, I think the i think the outlaw format is good on the basis that the heat races the heat races are important uh their heat races are super important the heat races are more important so much than the dash is because if you're starting let's say third in your heat race and you run that thing to second you've legitimately potentially gained yourself five rows that's a lot that right, is a which lot is where
0: people which is where people are like oh man we should do passing and I hate fucking passing points. I hate them.
1: I like passing points if you do them right. How Australia yeah. does passing points with, like, the World Series. Okay, the World Series of Sprint Cars, it, it, I don't know if, they're feature, if their format's the exact same now, but this is how it used to be. You went out and you qualified. You got points for qualifying. That set you in a heat race. So when that set you in your heat race, you ran two sets of heats. Two sets of heats. total invert. So if you set fast time, you're on the donkey, and then okay, the well faster the faster you get up to the front, the better. You run two heat races. Top sixteen in points go to the A. The rest go to the B mains, and the dash is not a dash. They call—I don't remember what they called it. I think it was just called the top eight showdown or the top eight shootout. But it was badass. They would take the back through. It was six, seven, and eight qual- that were or six, seven, and eight that were locked in. They would go out and run five laps fastest guy got to stay on the racetrack they'd bump another two off and then that's how they just set it so you could theoretically that's, it's badass it's a great it's fan environment good,
0: cool I, and but you know here we were talking about him bitching about a dash you know we're like oh, I'm running yeah but heat. that but the you difference
1: know? is the australians they run 35 races a year they don't they're wow, not that, yeah, they, they, they you can run an entire australian season on two engines you can uh, the outlaws would throw a conniption fit about that
0: that's that's my problem with passing points is is you you know if you qualify on, on the pole you know you set quick time and you set you're you're sitting on the pole in your heat and you win your heat and then all of a sudden you don't have as many points as somebody else like fuck me for doing as good as I possibly could you know Like, well, sorry well sorry for fucking sitting on the pole and then winning the race my bad
1: well but it, like okay but the Tulsa shootout for example you've got like 300 cars. Or even the Chili Bowl, same format. You got 300 cars in a class, let's say. You run, you, you draw for your heat race, and then the top 120 after your heat races go to qualifiers. You start them things just like that. You, I think they invert six in the qualifier, six or eight. And so you run your qualifier, top 16 are locked into the show. I love that format because it promotes you have to go to the front every single time you're on the racetrack. The only thing that I don't like about it is from the fan perspective, so if you've got, let's say, somebody that's generally new to sprint car racing, they have no clue what's going on. They're like, I just watched that guy win the heat race. Why is he in the B main? And that's hard to explain to some people. And and I get why it's hard to explain to some people. I really do. It is confusing. But at the same time, it's like, eh, I like it from a racer standpoint because it ha- you have to go. I mean... My, my week in Tulsa that I drove out there, mainly I sucked, so my talent kept me from doing anything. Before anybody thinks that I'm making excuses, I suck. Get over it. Um, <laughs> my heat, my week got ruined the first corner of the first lap because I went I, I was starting 8th out of 10 cars, and I crashed going into 1 because somebody parked it going into 1, and guess what? I ran 10th. My week's done i'm in the c main now and i'd have to run 800 races to get to the main and so but i like that aspect of it because racing is a lot about luck too racing is about luck speed determination and ability and realistically in those in that order because you can have a really fast race car and suck and you can also have a really slow race car and be pretty quick so it just depends it's I, formats are something that's always going to evolve. It's always going to change. But I think that there are certain ones that do it better. There's certain thing. I think the USAC format, if they would take the, if they would take the B main winners getting their time back out of it, I'd love it even more. I'd love it. Because it, it's basic, yeah. it's quick, it's easy. Boom, you're done. But I don't, I I don't, don't see that I've happening. Well, I, it, well, I don't know. I don't know. Owners meetings. It's hard telling. <laughs> Fuck
0: hard. them. Clubs, <laughs> you <know? laughs>
1: well, you guys all know how I feel about clubs. I hate them. Not just USAC. I don't hate USAC. I love USAC. But
0: that club I, shit goes way back.
1: Yeah, clubs. I'm not a fan of clubs. I got screwed over in a go-kart championship in, like, 1996 because of club politics when I was, like, 12. I hated it ever since. But, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't really think we, we didn't solve any of the world's problems tonight. But I nah, think we talked I mean, about some.
0: Fuck World Hunger. Let's figure out racing formats. Well, I mean, they don't
1: even have sprint cars there. So I mean, you know, sprint cars are kind of life.
0: Let me let me say this off topic a little bit. Um Oh, now we're going off topic. The uh this setup, you you made it a hell of a lot better, Billy. We've been working on this setup this week. Um uh, and it, I, you know, I thought it was in a good spot. Maybe it, it was a little. Somebody called it loose, and we were we were putting our heads together and trying to figure out what's going on. But this setup is is pretty decent on well, a wet track and a di- dry track, as well as if you watch it on the replay. It looks like, like a non-wing car. It looks legit. It looks legit. And actually, I just biked it on the cushion at one point too. So Great. I think this is this is a pretty good setup.
1: Well, and and thank you to Maxim Chassis for that deal. <laughs> because I got pissed off last night because I was not happy, and I went on Maxim's website and got that deal. And you know what I did? I just took their setup, put it on here and tweaked it a little bit and made the thing better. So we ran a test race go. last night and it's good, but we're uh, we should probably get this cut short so we can so we can actually go race and practice and have a good yeah. time.
0: It's about game time, babies. And if you're not knowing what we're talking about, we're talking about the elbows up sprint car championship, non-wing 410 dirt and pavement sprint car action starting tonight at Volusia. We're gonna do it live, 9 p.m. Eastern time on Wednesday nights, and we are actually, we are actually giving championships. I, I guess not giving them away, but. We talk about the multiple disciplines. We have pavement racing, we have dirt racing, all in one championship. We will crown a dirt champion, we will crown a pavement champion, and the overall champion will be crowned as well. Uh, sponsors are in talks. You never know if you might end up with some prizes. Like we said, we've got nearly forty entries. Over forty yeah. entries? Something. We're like
1: right, right, at roughly around forty, and I'm going to open it up for next week so that way, we, next week we run uh, Raceway Park. With the pavement car. So that'll Do be a good really? time.
0: Yeah. Like, or is it Lanier?
1: No, it's Lanier next week. It's Lanier next week. I, I screwed up. Raceway parts later on. But either Which way, is... it'll, be, it'll be a fun time. So, I mean, if you Which guys got... a
0: quarter mile, right? Like, they have it listed as 3.8. Lanier's not a fucking 3.8. Eh,
1: it's a small 3.8. Okay. But it's super... It's quick. It's fun. It, it should be a good time. But, um... It should be a good time. I know it's nerdy to talk about racing, and it gets such a bad reputation because I should be out working on my race car well i don't have the race car so bite me um but uh no we're gonna have fun and uh hope you guys come and watch some uh watch some of this stuff i'm gonna try to post some of it on youtube so that way you guys can see what us idiots do and watch scotty hampton tear up race cars and i mean hell yeah, donnie, donnie adams is gonna is running it uh, we got a few other guys that are uh running it we might have some guest appearances so it yeah, we've be a pretty got
0: good time. We've got real sprint car drivers racing. We've got uh, officials in there. We've got owners. We've got iRacing professionals signed up for this league. Uh, tr- uh, Christopher Bell was hanging out with us the other night, trying the setup out. He said it was uh,
1: ass. By the way, Chris Bell he, hated he, it. He was which,
0: actually the one that said it was loose, which, which is
1: fine. Which, which honestly, at first I was like,
0: all right. All
1: right. And then I started thinking about it. And then I was like, you know what? He's kind of right. So we did some tweaks.
0: What the fuck does he know anyway? Yeah. Is he he not? Like, we're going to listen to Christopher Bell because, oh, I guess he's, okay, I can run a non-wing sprint car. I can run a wing sprint (laughs) car. I mean, I nearly won the NASCAR Xfinity Championship a couple of weeks ago. Like, yeah, we we care about your opinion, Christopher Bell.
1: Yeah, he's only won two Chili Bowls in a row, two Turkey Nights in a row. World well, of Outlaw Racers. Nobody. Yeah.
0: Nobody.
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I would love to be... I, I am a nobody, and I would love to be his level of nobody. That would be that would be fantastic if I was... I, I would love... Really, though, if you think about it, I would love to have, like, an eighth of the talent he has. Because if I had an eighth of the talent of him with my, like, I don't know, one 128th, one of talent that's almost like i could be competitive at kokomo weekly
0: well you gotta look at it this way joe gibbs knows who he is so Mm -hmm. that's when you know you've made it in racing joe Joe gibbs Gibbs knows who you are
1: yeah joe gibbs knows even
0: in football i don't know
1: hell he's probably he's probably uh good he's probably uh you know He's probably good at football too. He's good at everything. I don't he? it it, it, it sickens me. But I like I love Christopher <laughs> Bell. He's such a good dude, and such a good dude. So we're uh we're gonna get ready to go with this deal, and uh, I'm gonna end it so AJ doesn't keep talking. For once, it's not me.
0: La 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 la. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh, thank you guys for uh listening to this deal. Uh, we'll be on we're on iTunes, Stitcher. Tune FM, we're on everything. I think everything except Spotify because they're jerks.
0: Yep, and you might see us weekly now since we're
1: racing on Wednesday night. Yeah, we'll probably run more. We'll probably so. have more more shows, and especially with PRI coming up in the Dome, uh, Decoin. If you're gonna be at Decoin, hit me up. Um, uh, hit me up at Decoin. I'll be running around with uh, Connor and making my rounds and all that stuff. So, would love to. Uh, would love to. Uh, love to beat you guys. So stop on by and uh thanks for tuning in it's been much yeah. fun as usual
0: always always if you're not gonna if you're not gonna get involved with the league which you can at elbowsupracing.net then hit us up and hang out with us next week 8 p.m eastern time on twitch twitch.tv slash the can 79 that's me thanks for joining thanks for listening thanks for racing thanks for watching whatever you do we appreciate you and love you and we'll see you next time
1: Peace.